0: What up, y'all? We're back again with another Den of Owls exclusive, episode four. I'm one of your hosts, Ian Letter, and as always, I'm joined by the man, the myth, and the legend, TJ. What's up, guys? How's it going? All right, so like I said before, we're on to episode four. So, should we go through the, the rundown of what uh, we're going to be talking about today?
1: Yes. Supporting... Black-owned businesses, I think we should start doing that because there's a lot of black people doing great things in our community, but we're getting overshadowed by the big corporations. Okay. Next, why is it always the man's fault for a failing relationship? Mm. I never hear it's the girl, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I always hear... It's the guy's fault. Or when a guy breaks up with a girl, he's an asshole. He's this, he's that. But when a girl does it, it's a come up for her. I don't uh, like that double standard. So let's try to see what's going on from there. there you go. Third one, supporting your local community to make a positive change. I think that is key to your neighborhood to get a better look and what's going on with your community where's the money going to funds um your roads and little festivals here and there and lately i've been getting attacked on my um ig account okay saying that i don't like females especially black women because of my uh content Uh or what i say on certain topics and it's not only from guys i'm sorry it's not only from girls that are attacking me it's it's the shea butter guys attacking me as well (laughs) aka the ones that (sighs) want to be i don't want to use the word but i have to use the word want to be simps Mm. for these chicks attacking me that'll be my rant this episode okay okay
0: and also we have one more topic that we're going to talk about is why do we feel like the black family is failing (sighs) that's
1: a that's a good one too man. yeah
0: and you know just that being said i think it because it's a kind of a strong topic yeah you know being two black males and me myself i come from you know my my father leaving Mm-hmm, same from the family and you know you think you look back on it and you say that you know you know like at, for me at first when I was a kid I was always feeling like you know b- what did my mom do mm. right because I didn't I didn't understand the situation I didn't understand everything that was going on so I was you know grew up feeling that like my mom did something wrong or like my mom failed in some way and yeah that's when my dad left but then I had the opportunity of living with my father for About three years. Mm. And I realized I never really had a father in my life in the beginning, like the first place. Mm -hmm. Because when I lived with him, my grandmother raised me. It's always the grandma's. You know, grandma held me down and, you know, God rest her soul, she passed away. R.I.P. But, you know, she basically took care of me. She was the one that was, you know, there for me. And dad was only around when things went wrong. When, if anything, went bad, he was... There to be the disciplinarian, but mm-hmm. he was never be. He was never there to actually care. Show, yeah. show so t- any type of affection,
2: right? Mm-hmm.
0: And then you know, I don't want to go into my whole life story, but situations happened. You know, got remarried and whatnot, and I had to leave. I couldn't. I couldn't take it. There was a lot of stuff that happened. I had to leave, and I went back and lived with my mom. And you know, I had a rebellious streak because I was living with my father, and I got a, pretty much away with a lot of things. And I had a rebellious streak living with my moms. But then, you know, moms, you know, took control, took reins, and raised me to be the man that I am today. Shout out, moms. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, times, things are hard, you know, being, you know, a single mother, raising two kids, you know, things are hard. And I'm, you know, as a grown man, trying to do my part to help out. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for me, I tried to be a father figure to my brother, like I was, you know, when I worked, I was trying to buy him shoes and do this and do that. And my mom told me, you're not his father. You're his brother. Mm-hmm. You should be an example. You're not here to raise him. That's my job. And, you know, going through all of those hardships and whatnot, and then, you know, just having sit-down conversations with my mom, I realized, you know, we are a family. Yeah, it would have been it would have been better if my dad, you know, was a man about things and was there. Yeah, Yeah. obviously. But, you know, he is he was who he is, you know, and he went his way and we went our way and and better off for it. But I feel, you know, this is just my take on it. I feel that there is a stigma Mm -hmm. out there that says black men aren't there for their kids. Yeah, you know it's always the black woman that has to raise the kids, and unfortunately, because there are there are a lot of instances of that where the woman isn't woman's left to raise the kids on her own, and the and the man leaves out, right? But the the thing is, we like I said about like focusing on our positives. There are a lot of you know strong black families. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of fathers who are there for their kids. They might not be you know with the woman but that doesn't mean you can't be there for your child. Unfortunately, the family dynamic has kind of gone sideways and it's been going si- sideways for a good while. And we hope, and I would hope that, you know, the younger generation, the new generation of black men that are coming up and, you know, deciding to have families, you know, do a better example than what their fathers did in the past. Hmm. Are the, you know try to be there for their kids and you know try to work it out with the with the the woman the mother of their child, and even if it doesn't work out with her, still being there for your child. Yeah, that's the main key. Yeah, that's how I that's how I feel, and you know that's just me. That's my take.
1: I feel the same like like you. Um, my pops, my blood father, he left think when I was around five, maybe seven. Mm-hmm. But I don't have no ill will towards him. Like He's a part of me. I get half my DNA from him. So I can never be upset with him and the choice that he made. Yes, yeah, so at a kid, you want your dad to be there because you see other kids around you with their fathers and this and that. And your dad is nowhere to be found. When I got older, my stepdad, he's the one that taught me, I guess, how to be a man. Because as far or how sexist this sounds, a woman can't teach a, a boy how to be a man. True. True. Um, so I'm grateful for my stepdad to coming in and showing me the ropes. Like how to fix a car, how to drive properly and like helping me with like my homework and math work and stuff right the only beef i have with my blood dad is like he only came in my life when i'm doing good Mm. when i'm doing good in sports or he's hearing like scholarships and whatever or i'm just doing good financially that's when i see him Mm. so when that used to happen I used to just shut them off Because you only want me When I'm in my incline You know what I'm saying You weren't with me Shooting in the gym Like you weren't with me Doing drills or whatever You just want the success That may come from my sports Or whatever I was doing at the time
0: He wasn't sharing his
2: shot
1: Yeah So that was my That's my only gripe with them. But as I got older I realized like, yo, yeah, you weren't there for me as a kid, even mid-teens or teens, be there for me as a young adult going into my 30s. Right now I'm 27, so I was like, I need that connection with my dad, especially he needs a way better connection with my son than he has with me. So my son could soak up his knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should be learning from old generations. Because they have a lot of wisdom and knowledge. And for them, um, work and family was way much important than it is today. And you can learn a lot of skills from your old generation that you still have living in your home. Um moms shout out moms you know mm. she raised me and my bro um she's a superhero like she really is a superhero mm. like she holds down the rock um she never buckles she works hard for her shit i'll give her that uh she's always caring and loving but at the same time, she can't teach me and my older bro how to be a man. Mm. But she could teach us how to cater. I will not to say cater, but how to be around women or how to interact with them. Mm. That's one of the best goals she ever taught me. She was super mature. I think I got that trait from her. Um, I've been a adult all of my childhood, to the point like my childhood is mostly doing adult things. So now when I'm an adult, none of this stuff excites me, you know? like It's boring, I've already been doing this from 13 to 18. Mm-hmm. When I hit my 20s, I was like, what is there left to do? I've done it all, Though the only thing i haven't been I haven't done is just travel, yeah, but the other things that people do in their mid twenties to their forties, I've been doing that since I was thirteen to eighteen You know what I'm saying, so that being said, that's why all this back to it again, hooking up or whatever. It doesn't excite me. Mm. Sex does not excite me. Like, it's a joke. <laughs> like, it really is a joke. Hooking up is the joke. Like, I want connections. I want bonds. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I want to build a family that my mom and dad couldn't do. Mm. I tried to do that with my baby moms, but it didn't work out. Mm no hard feelings she's still in my life like she's not my best friend or a friend like sh- she's on a higher level than a friendship in my eyes she's the mother of my child she's doing a good job like respect. yeah she has my respect it doesn't matter if we have arguments or beefing or whatever or don't speak to each other for a good two to three months She's always going to have a spot in my heart because she could have been like the other girls and abort my kid or be a bad mother. But she's not. She works hard. Her whole family does. So, like, to me now and until I drop, I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to be grateful. But that just showed me a blueprint on how to build a family. My mom and dad and my stepdad showed me the knowledge and the, uh, the cheat codes and the discipline and the patience to make a family. So I'm just soaking up the knowledge from that with my personal experience with my first baby moms. So my next family with my wife. Yeah, you heard me. Wife will be something special and a whole Real family. Um, I think black families are just destructive because there's a lot of ego and pride. Especially in the black community. A lot of high testosterone. Uh, people don't know when to back o- away or know their wrongs or their mistakes. They always have to be in the right. It's, it's sickening. Because if you're supposed to be a family, we should be with each other through thick and thin. No little argument shouldn't break the foundation of the house, which is the problem. Everybody thinks that they have stake into the family, which they don't. A family should be a unit, not just you. If you have a beef with your auntie or your uncle, talk about it. Don't just do pillow talk with other siblings and then when it leaks, you look like a jackass to the point that you're breaking the family. As a family, you should come together. I'm going to say that again. As a family, you should be coming together. That makes... The other generation coming up move like a unit. If the previous generation is moving slack and it's he says she said and it's a battle zone, the younger generation is gonna soak that in. So when they become our age, they're gonna do the same thing. So it's a cycle that's not it's always going to repeat itself. We have to Move like white parents, you know what I'm saying? Like, they uh, <laughs> white yo white families yo they uh, move like a unit. Black families, we need to start doing that. So,
0: okay, that's I, my I, beef. I hear you, but I gotta I gotta disagree that just that last point. I All gotta right. disagree with that last point, and it's not a matter of like saying anything against against white people or whatever. It's just that. Every every family dynamic has problems. Yeah, like white, black, whatever. Like you, you'd be surprised to hear all the you know the different things that happens within family dynamics. And I I understand that you know for us we're basically talking about you know for for black families as being you know two black males. Mm-hmm. But it's like I feel the one of the issues with families in general because like. There's a lot of people that are like getting into relationships, getting married and getting divorced in in this new in this next generation that's coming yeah. up, coming up now and it's like it's ridiculous how many people are going through divorces. Like getting married at nineteen and getting divorced at twenty five or thirty. And I feel like it's just like like how you were talking before, saying that people are too busy are you know, not even too busy, but just not taking ego out of it. Mm-hmm you know they're getting into relationships and saying oh i like you you like me let's just do this and then getting in it and then not realizing that there's a lot more entailed to being in a relationship than yeah. being married there's another level that goes up when you're married yeah and you got to take you got to you got to be able to take ego out and actually think about the dynamic of the family cuz that's the most important thing Regardless of whatever you're feeling, it's like you can't be just doing like, whatever, like you have to realize whatever you're doing outside has to be in benefit of what's going on in your house. I agree. If you're just doing for you and doing and she's just doing for her, then where do you two come in? Like where is the balance? If you're so busy focusing on everything on the outside to better yourself, you're not thinking about the betterment of the family.
1: Yeah, because people nowadays are just doing 50-50. Yeah. And they think that's 100 in, which should be 100-100. Yeah.
0: Like a relationship, a relationship is built off 50-50, right? You're doing your stuff on the outside, but you still have your relationship Mm -hmm. on the inside. You have to make sure that you're stable out here so that if things fall apart in here, you're okay. Yeah. Right? A lot of people feel like, oh, no, you have to go all the way in when you're in a relationship. It's like, yes, you go in emotionally, but you got to still have your head about you. You still got to be able to think, OK, well, if this falls, I got to make sure I'm OK. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not taking your heart out of it. You're just keeping your head straight about your goal, about your end goal. Yeah. When you say that you're going to marry that person or you like you're saying you're engaged. Now it's about, OK, everything I'm doing out here. Mm. is to make sure that what's going on in here is stable.
2: Mm. If I'm
0: not finding that... If I'm not building that stability in here, what is it it that I'm doing out here? Whatever I'm doing isn't benefiting what's going on inside this house. And then when you get married and you have kids, it ain't about you no more. It ain't about her no more. (laughs) It's about that kid.
1: That's a lot of people don't understand. Having the kid... It's a extension of your own being. And a lot of people just use that money just to turn up and do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, having kids nowadays, it's a full-time job. Yep. Like, I'm not saying it was back in the day. I'm saying, like, it's literally a job. Young f- females are getting pregnant early so they don't have to work. They will have three... Sometimes five baby daddies Just collecting Checks after checks After checks From the government And from child support It's a job to them They get the money That they need And they go buy Mercedes Benz Or Get their hair done With the Brazilian Mm -hmm. And all that stuff They use that money To go on vacations Having kids nowadays It's a job Like It's not building. That's why a lot of people don't have families anymore because that mindset from the 50s to, let's say, early 80s is gone. Mm. 90s was like the the last era of having a healthy family, a healthy relationship, even a healthy relationship with God was stopped and died in the 90s that's why everybody says 80s and the 90s was the best era Mm. now it's just watered down or robotic the matrix like people are having virtual families on their phone Mm. people are having virtual sex on their phone people are just having virtual conversations everything nowadays is virtual you want food virtual (laughs) All it takes is an app. You got food at your door in 5 to 15 minutes. You want to have sex? Go to your phone. Takes 5 to 15 minutes. You want to have a conversation or whatever the case may be. Like I said, go on an app. 5 to 10 minutes. Like The interaction face to face or live action is gone. That's why a lot of people have have options. They could be in a long term relationship for fifteen years, and some guy named, let's say Juan from uh, Puerto Rico, slides in the DMs either in Facebook or um, let's say Match or Tinder or even Indeed, says you know sweet nothings to her. She gonna go. Go talk, see how it is live, and go from there. You probably just lost your wife or your husband just off of a virtual interaction, which is crazy if you really think about it deeply, that it takes somebody sliding in virtually to take your partner. It doesn't matter how much years you have invested time, doesn't matter anymore money never really mattered money comes and goes every day but your time you should value that more than money but that has no value anymore like i see people be together for 30 plus years decide to get married and get divorced the next year it's time investments Don't mean shit anymore. Like, sorry to say. Like, you could be lovey-dovey on Monday to Wednesday. Thursday comes. You seen a guy, let's say on a TTC, you know, just giving you that wordplay or that eye contact. And you're melting. And you side on Friday. I want to see what that guy or girl is saying. I'm going to deal with it. Saturday comes. Yeah, this ain't gonna work for me. I gotta go. Sunday comes, that pr- your 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 partner is booed up with somebody that they just missed 24 hours ago. That's the life nowadays. Like, sorry to say, that's why you gotta have one foot in, one foot out in any relationship that you're in—friendship, courtship, dating. Even work You gotta have one foot in One foot out mm. Nothing is secure Nothing is secure anymore Like Which is crazy
0: Well I guess With that being said That can kind of segue Into the next topic In regards to Why are Why are men always At fault <laughs> For a feeling relationship Now I have my theory on that Alright I kind of I want to hear your stance Okay Before I make my theory Because okay. my theory might be a little controversial That's mm-hmm. fine And I want, I, I want when I say it that it kind of I, I, I just want, like I said I want to I hear what you say Because I'm, I think I'm, I'm going to be a little controversial on that
1: Alright So The reason why men are always in fault Because we are men Plain and simple. We're supposed to be the dominant one, correct? Mm-hmm. So we should be handling the relationship or the situationship properly. When a girl breaks up with us, it's a come up towards them and their friends. Their friends are come out they're gonna come out of nowhere and say, I told you that guy ain't shit. Um, he wasn't serious. He's a goofball, cornball. He's a childish. And this, down and the third. But at the beginning, they had your back. But if it's the other way around, and the guy breaks up with the girl, all their girlfriend's going to say, you know, ah, I told you so, or it's was a waste of your time, or whatever. But when the girl breaks up with a guy, It's a come up. It's a come up. Go talk to the guy that you were talking to last night. Or the guy who was talking to you last night. For them. Breaking up. When they break up with a guy. It's a come up to them. Because they have options. They probably have somebody that looks more attractive to you. Than their ex. Or has more traits. Or more more benefits. To help you. To them it's a come up. But if a guy does it to them We're shit We don't know what we have Or we don't value them And we're just a piece of shit It's just that simple um, Girls are never in fault They could cut you up Burn your Jordans They could do all that stuff And they'll never be in fault But if we wanna kick them out of our house Throw the clothes out the window And all that stuff We're the assholes We're the one that Made the, the relationship failed Even if they're cheating on you If they cheat on you It's something that you did wrong It's never They have Weak Body and mind connection That they're too quick to to the lust brain instead of the yeah. rational brain but if it was a guy that was doing it it's hell on ice like mm. you can't win like literally men cannot win it's like my stepdad said men can't win just get as much points as you can and clock out because at the end of the day you're not gonna get to the winnings point you're not hmm
0: well, for me, I'm not going to, I, my viewpoint isn't really on the whole breakups mm-hmm. and relationships. My feeling is that on the relationship itself. Okay. All right. Were you saying that men are, are continually at fault for when a relationship ends? Here's how I feel. So, like how you said that men are the ones who are the ones supposed to pursue, right? Mm-hmm. We're, the, we're expected to be the ones that may initiate the first contact yeah. we're the ones that are expected to take out on dates we're the ones that are expected to show everything and everything possible to say hey you should be with me screw everybody else you should get with me All right. so we do all that we do everything possible to show that we're, you know, we're that one
2: mm-hmm.
0: we, then the girl eventually says okay you know what let's do this let's be in a relationship now I find that the problem once they get into a relationship there's two two prong problem. Okay. One is either a man gets the girl and finally when he has her he slacks off. Okay. Right? It's like just because you got what you wanted doesn't mean you don't have to do anything anymore. You oh, still no, had to do the homework. You still got to, you know, do your research, do your homework, know the person that you're with. Because if you don't really know that person, it ain't gonna the relationship is gonna last. Yeah right so you take your time even before you get in a relationship and start to get to know that person so you know their ins their outs their pros their cons and w- things that might consider negatives mm-hmm. you're focusing more on the positives and you see those negatives and you, but you know how to work around them yeah right you know you you acknowledge them but they're not really a big issue because you see more pros than cons yeah right so you get in that relationship and you're still putting in your work now, for guys who don't put in any more work once they got what they wanted and they stopped putting in work, the female has all right to say, well, okay, now I'm here and it, it seems like now that because you have me, you think you're fine.
2: Mm-hmm. You think
0: it's all good. You don't have to do anything. And she has all right to feel that yeah. way because you stop doing anything. You stop
1: putting in work. You stop being you.
0: Yeah. Now, for... On the other hand, if a man is still putting in work and showing that why, you know, this is why I'm with you. But the girl's not doing anything. It's just like taking everything from in the relationship and not giving anything back. Yeah. He has all right to look at it and say, okay, you know what? I showed you why you should be with me. Now it's time for you to show me why I should stay. Mm. Because I've given, I've done everything I'm supposed to do. I've run the race. Mm-hmm. I've pursued, you know, the the catch and release. I've done the, the whole pursuing. And now you said, oh, you see it in me now you want to be with me. And okay, I'm still giving you all those things to show you that I'm I'm a good man. Yeah. But you're not showing me anything. I want to do certain things with you and you're just like, ah, whatever. I'm trying to do this with you and you're just, uh, ah, okay. Mm-hmm. You're not giving me anything back. You're not showing me like, hey, you're my girl. You're just showing me that you're the person that I'm with.
2: Mm.
0: So then eventually a man will just say, okay, well, you know what? Why, am I, why should I bother continuing to show anything if I'm not get, receiving anything back? So then he hangs back. And then what is that? what happens? Because she's not getting that attention anymore. Mm-hmm. She gets salty. She gets bitter. That's when you have those whole arguments of, well, you you stop doing this and you stop doing that. But the problem is she has she's not seeing her fault what she did wrong Mm
2: -hmm.
0: because nobody is going to put in more work than what they're getting back. It's just like a job. If you're putting a hundred and ten percent into the job that you're doing, Mm -hmm. but you're seeing everybody else getting recognition for that. Well, you're not getting any type of recognition, Uh but anytime something goes wrong, you're the first one to get blamed for Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Eventually, you're gonna be like, "Well, fuck it. Why should I bother work? Why should I bother working any harder?" Yeah. If I'm not gonna get nothing out of this, why should I continue to try to be that guy that everybody wants to go to?
2: True. True.
0: So I'm looking at that from both sides, and so from a relationship standpoint. It's just like saying You know what Fuck it And why And why do men say You know what I'm I'm out I'm leaving I'm done with this Because they sh- did Everything possible To show her I'm that one But you couldn't Even acknowledge it You couldn't recognize it
1: Yeah you got tired Of the chicanery bro.
0: Yeah And a real man Doesn't go and look For something else On the outside While he's still with it You just say You know what I'm over I'm done with this mm-hmm. And then what? Oh, yeah. So you, you think you can get find something better? It's like, yeah, obviously, because you haven't seen what I'm offering.
1: Because so you're not you're not appreciating my value.
0: Yeah, and you shouldn't. And nobody should stay with anybody that's not appreciating the value. That's what I'm saying even before. That's what I'm saying even in this whole thing of relationships, a lot of people don't realize that they're not appreciated as much as they think they are, mm. and then they get married, and now you're stuck with that person. <laughs> and then you see how much you're not appreciated. Facts. You gotta get that appreciation and know that your value from that person before you go and put a ring on it. And that's the problem with even with people before getting into marriages, they show that appreciation when they're when they're in a relationship, but they forget once they're married, you still gotta show that appreciation.
1: Yeah, because that's a lot of. I will say a lot of men forget to do that. Like, they get the girl their dreams or whatever the case may be or the the baddest girl from the night. They get it they get her. Mm. But once they get her, they stop being themselves. They just be laid back, put the car in cruise control. The girl not, is not going to want that. But at the same time, too... There's a lot of females that do these stupid tests Just to get on your nerves To see how you respond To get a reaction from you Just to start drama Or just to see How much of an alpha you really are Which is stupid because there's some guys that I'm not saying myself But I'm Mm. just saying there's some guys Who fail that test on purpose Just to make you look stupid Mm-hmm. And there's some other guys Will take that test To the heart To the point that They are Turned off from women And there's some guys That are in the middle And they'll Know that you're testing them And they'll go Along with the game mm-hmm. I'm not with the games mm-hmm. I'm just Assertive And straight to the point yeah. mm-hmm. But If I see you keep on playing games And games and games I'm gonna give you what you want Mm. I'm going to act dumb Like Dumb To the point You'll see it And be like Oh man Like He's seen through my act Yes Because We're adults here man Like Mm. this game stuff Like I said 13 to 18 That game stuff Should have been Long gone When you touch 20 Mm. If you're going To mid 20s With the same Game mentality you're gonna end up with bums. Yep. I'm sorry. You're either gonna get breeded by a bum, get booed up by a bum, get married by a bum, or get these chat babies <laughs> from bums. To the point, you're gonna sit back and relax, but yo, damn, I had it good with TJ. And I mess it up because of my pride, my stupid games, and me trying to be... Or sorry, me trying to make him feel feminine Mm. all the goddamn time. Like, it's a backfire. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be alpha, be an alpha female with your alpha male. It's just that simple. Don't try to make him into a beta male... While you just keep on being an alpha female Both alphas have to be alphas You're alpha in your femininity He's alpha in his masculinity If you're going to try to belittle him Or vice versa It's going to be a train wreck No guy can show or tell a girl how to be a woman Same thing for a female A female can't tell a man how to be a man Does't make sense. Yes, you could train your your female to be submissive 100 percent. Can girls do that too with, with their man? a hundred percent. but you don't need to be submissive in the bedroom but not in li- but not in real life. It could go both ways. He could be masculine on his mantra man every day, but when he comes to to the bedroom, He's submissive towards you. That's fine. It could be the other way around too. It's fine. But it's when you start. Demasculating him. In the public. Or just in general. Your relationship is, go- is going to be doomed. Because one. You're going to have. Or you're going to see him in the less of a value. You're going to have less respect for him. And he's going to be turned off. So, please, if you value the person that you're with and you value that person's time, don't do that stuff. Mm. Knock it off.
0: Mm. I'm going to say one thing. I'm going to give a cheat code out, right? You you, you like giving cheat codes, so of I'm going to give a cheat code. All right? It's a saying that I've, I've heard and I've been using on a regular basis. I'm out here playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers. All right? So here's chess for you. Mm -hmm. In the game of chess, you're always analyzing your opponent's moves. It's not about what you're going to do. It's always thinking three moves ahead.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: It's not about the move you're making right now. It's the future moves that you're planning on making. It's making your opponent move in the direction that you need them to move so that you can get your end goal. Now, that being said, this is the chess move for men. Stop asking stupid questions. What I mean by stop asking stupid questions is basically this is, yeah, this is a young man's move, right? Young men like to go and, you know, I, I, say, I say this like uh, on a regular basis. And I say this to you because I've mm. said this to you many times. Yeah. This is a young man's game. This whole new generation of how to talk to a female or get the female on the phone with conversation initial conversation is a young man's game. Y'all know how the, te- how the whole texting works. Y'all know how the whole Instagram and whatever, sliding in the DMs, whatever, mm-hmm. how all that game works, because you got to come with a game now to get in. I come from the generation of, hi, how you doing? How's your night going? That's where I, the generation I came from, yeah. right? So I'm going to give a cheat code to young men. When I say stop asking the dumb questions, I mean every question that you ask, there are two moves ahead. You are always thinking two steps ahead. Your questions that you ask a female that you are trying to talk to or trying to get to know should be actually trying to get to know her.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Every question should have an ulterior motive in regards of knowing who she is. Because where the whole problems lie of getting in relationships and not realizing who she is when crazy shit starts to happen. When she starts to play games or starts to do this or starts to do that. Where you're going like, oh my god, what the hell? I I, I didn't know this was (laughs) happening. I, I didn't know she was this type of person. Why? Because you didn't ask the poignant questions to know who she really is. Poignant questions. So... Just trying to figure out a little things about you. Like, what are the things that really get you upset? Like, what really bothers you in life? She might give you vague answers, but listen to every answer she gives you. Mm -hmm. Eventually, she might talk about previous relationships. Saying how, you know, this guy, when I was with him, he did this and he did that and whatever. You might not want to hear about that that previous relationship, but listen to it. Cheat code Understand it Ask questions about it Bring it up periodically Just to say like Hey you know I remember when you were talking about You know your ex man He did this It's like What was really going on In that situation For why You know things broke like this The reason why I call them I call these cheat codes Is basically When you see things coming In your direction You already know Where it's gonna go Hmm You already know where it can go, so you know how to block the situation. If she comes with a certain thing that makes you, that's trying to put you on test, or trying to test who you are, you know how to deal with it. You know how to avoid the situation. Hmm. When she asks you certain questions, you know how to avoid those questions. But we're so, but y'all young kids, y'all young cats (laughs) are so busy just thinking about getting in they you're not thinking beyond that
1: no cuz nobody wants it's a notch off the belt pretty much they just want to smash and go home
0: yeah but see that's the major problem you see you're like this but what is,
1: Cody said get the wazzles and cut
0: mm but this is the main the main thing i say for for this y'all generation is the one that knows how to get the conversation going, right? How to yeah. get into the relationship. My generation is the one that knows how to maintain it. That's mm. bars. The reason, the reason why you see a lot of guys my age when they get into, into relationships and it's lasting for months, years, and whatnot, is because we know we try to make sure that we maintain the relationship with our female. Mm. It's not about getting in. Yeah. It's about staying in. It's about letting her know that no matter what happens, we're gonna be there. When she starts acting up, we know how to deal with it. Not deal with her, mm-hmm. deal with it. Cause sometimes someone's emotions comes out in a way that's like, you know what? I understand. Yeah. I know you need to, you need a break. You're not mad at me. You're mad at something that's going on. I'm gonna give you that space to figure things out. I ain't gonna just cut on you. I'm gonna give you your space right now. When you're ready to talk, come and talk to me. Till then, do you? I ain't gonna harass you right now. Mm. Cause see, the problem with a lot of a lot of the guys, a lot of beta males, are so busy saying, "What's wrong? with I do?" they're not, because they're alpha to get in. But they're not out for the stand. Yeah. They turn beta in certain situations. Not saying everybody does, but they turn beta in certain situations because they don't know. They never de- experienced. Yeah. That. They never worked through it and got all the knowledge. Mm. I look at one thing. Every relationship that you have and that ends. Is a learning experience.
1: Oh, yeah. Guaranteed.
0: It's not. It's never a failure. It's a no. learning experience.
1: Or regretment. No. Yeah, it's
0: no. not a regret. You wanted to be with that person. Mm. It didn't work. But hey, you know what? You learned something from it. Especially for men. When you approach and start to talk and you go in and you say, hey, you know what? Yo, I love you. And she's like, hey, what the hell? Um, <laughs> okay, I'm done. Like, you, you crazy. Okay, learning experience. Don't come with the L word so fast. Mm. Make sure she's on the same page as you. Ask questions. Do things. See how she how she feels about you. See how she feels about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? That's what my generation does. And I'm not saying that. I'm not knocking no, the younger no, no, generation no, no, at no, all. No, no. I'm just saying that if you want to have a relationship and actually maintain a relationship. Because like I said, for your generation, it's easy to get in. Mm-hmm but if you really want to maintain it and make it work and this goes for every race not just our black men mm-hmm. it goes for everybody talk learn and the most important listen listen to what she says listen to what she's saying to you every and even when she's not saying anything listen to what she's saying to you mm-hmm. silence is golden When a woman says nothing, she's speaking volumes. She says more when she's silent than when she says anything at all. Mm -hmm. So pay attention. And for females, like I said before, listen to your man as well. He'll let you know what he likes, what he dislikes, and he'll let you know how he feels about you. If you don't pay attention, then that's why your relationships fail because he's telling you all the things that he doesn't like. And if you're doing all those things he doesn't like, you're going to lose him.
1: Downhill. But see, that's what he's saying is 100% like real facts. Mm-hmm. It's just that with oh, my generation majority of us Never grew up with older people Mm -hmm. So they don't know how to Interact with females Mm -hmm. Like all my life I've been around people 9 to 30 Years older than me So I know what the game I hate calling it a game But Mm -hmm. I know the knowledge that you're Speaking but Not a lot of females Understand it though Mm -hmm. That is The other disconnect in this topic. Mm -hmm. You could be on point knowledge and this and that third. You know what to say. You know what to do Mm -hmm. when she's in her mood. Yeah. But if she hasn't been a guy around your caliber, Mm -hmm. she's just going to be like a deer in the headlights. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, I never experienced this before. This is weird. This is awkward. I'm off it. Yeah. Or Get in a hissy fit And try to level up her aggression To cope with The deep knowledge That you're putting mm-hmm. So it's hard Like it really is hard Like you could be on point with the knowledge But your partner isn't And you can know how to Maneuver in the sit- situation and still be at fault or still losing the battle.
0: And that, you know, and that, that, is, a, that is a cost of a relationship. That yeah. is the cost of putting yourself out there. But here's the benefit,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? Like I said before, ne- don't look at the negatives, look at the positives. Yeah. By you using the knowledge that you gained, right? Mm-hmm. By you being honest, by you being upfront. By you tell like asking the questions that you need to know, you realize and start to analyze the person that you're with, right? Mm-hmm. So now you know you know their likes, their dislikes, their real intentions in life. So when you start to see things that you know aren't going right, and you know how to maneuver through, and you know how to deal with and whatever, and you start to talk to that person to like, you know, being a good man, yeah, being a good friend and a, and a good man and aside and on top of being a good friend all for guys if you really want to make sure you have a good relationship with your woman be your friend start like honestly or aside, outside of wanting to be her man show her that you know how to be her friend because being her friend within the relationship of being her man works wonders because friends a friendship is understanding a friendship is listening a friendship is knowledge and ga- and gaining wisdom on both ends mm-hmm. within the relationship, right? So, you're being her friend, you're being there for her and whatever. And if you see as the relationship going on and as she's doing, you know she's doing certain things. Or even for females, if you reverse it, if he's doing certain things and you're trying to work through it, and that person's not giving you anything, well, you already know. Hey, you know what? Regardless of what I'm doing, regardless of what I'm trying to do, I'm not trying to change you. I'm trying to uplift you and it doesn't seem you want you you want to uplift yourself. There's only so much I can do. So if you're going to continue in this this, you know, transgression and you want to continue in this form of your life, mm-hmm. you're not going to drag me back. I'm looking for someone to uplift me. That's why I'm trying to uplift you. If you're not willing to uplift yourself, there's nothing more I can do. Yeah. You have all right to cut because you did everything you're supposed to do talking for men you did everything you're supposed to do as a man to uplift the woman you're with if she chooses not to uplift herself or not to move up with you or level up with you Mm
2: -hmm.
0: get out there's no reason to stay within a relationship that isn't working for you Mm -hmm. a relationship should work for both people if the other person's gaining everything and you're gaining nothing What's the point? So I hear what you're saying about like women not, you know, you're being that guy. When we're talking for men, we're you're being that guy. Yeah, taking the knowledge that I'm giving, you're, you're being that guy. You're doing everything possible to show her. Look, I'm trying to level you up. She might be here to you, mm-hmm. but she might be over top of you in the world. Yeah, but you might be over top of her in life experiences. So you're trying to level her up to your level so she can be roll with you, move uh-huh. with you. If she refuses to go a step up with you, chow. Chow. Because you want someone who's going to be willing to be a ride or die on the same level as you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And if they're not,
1: cut. That's facts, though.
0: Now, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm trying to be no, honest. No. It's facts. Cut out.
1: It's real talks. It's real talks.
0: No. So, Coming off of that subject, <laughs> we're gonna move on. So, we're gonna talk about supporting our communities and does it make a positive change within your community? Uh-huh. So, TJ, what are your thoughts on like what are the best ways of su- to support your community?
1: So, every year on my on my birthday, I do a, <clears throat> a community barbecue. So I invite everybody in my end. And we have a barbecue. I cook, I clean, I do everything for my community mm-hmm. on my birthday. As my brother's birthday as well, we, we celebrate the birthday on the same day. Nice. And that's my way of giving back to my community. Mm. But I feel like I could do more. So I joined my committee, if you want to call it that. mm mm-hmm to give more awareness because I feel like I could give or show my skills to other people in my community especially the the young kids I could teach them how to cook because Mm -hmm. I already teach as it is but I feel like my generation and lower Mm -hmm. they don't know how to cook man (laughs) so I want to teach them that or like art with the music and this that and the third, I can't draw, so that's whatever. But with the music and production stuff, I want to teach because having an art skill will go a long way in your life, especially like small business knowledge, helping out in the garden, doing gardening work. A lot of people don't know gardens; mm-hmm. like they never put their hands in dirt before. So I think me giving my knowledge to my community Will be a good change in the long run Have more events Because I own all my equipment and stuff I could easily lend it out Do like a little movie night for the kids Mm -hmm. Or arts and crafts Even like skating or whatever Even a track and field day Just for the kids and me Just training them how to run Mm -hmm. I feel like Kids nowadays Are too plugged into the matrix Mm -hmm. And they're not Plugged into the real world Mm -hmm. They rather play video games Than play outside with their neighbors That's true They don't like to interact with kids anymore Unless it's virtual I think that is bad for Your communication skills Growing up and you're, it makes you be antisocial if you're just only seeking virtual enjoyment. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I want to give my community that from me. I want to be a voice of the young black men in my community that, hey, we could make a difference. It doesn't matter if we didn't make it in the NBA or whatever. We could make a difference from our ideas Our voice And our actions Mm -hmm. Cause a lot of guys And a lot of people in my community Just love talking like oh the rules are shit Or We don't have this We don't have that Uh, Vaughn has all these festivals And this and that Why don't we have it Well join the community Speak your piece Pull down a budget talk to your other neighbors. A lot of people just talk to talk but don't walk the walk. Mm-hmm. I talk and walk. So that being said, I'm joining my community to make it better. Cause I know we could do a lot. My community is so diverse. We could have festivals. We could have a like a little caravan if, if we really wanted to, to be honest with you. We have the food, we have the open space, we have the traffic lights to control the traffic, and we have borders. We could do a lot, it just takes your mind and your focus and your energy to get it done. So for my 2019 to 2020, maybe 2022, is to run for the council in my community, so I could be more hands-on with the development of the fundings and making events, cause me personally, I have a lot of ideas and a lot of people love to abuse my ideas Mm -hmm. and trademark it as their own, which I don't like. So now I'm gonna be in the forefront with my own ideas and my own vision Instead of somebody Jacking my shit mm. so,
2: I, Yeah,
0: I think that's a good idea You know I You know Just even the fact that When he came to me about Doing the podcast mm-hmm. You saw for me Like I was just like Yo I'm in You know it was, I thought it was a great idea I thought it was a great uh, uh, You know Venture and a great yeah. avenue To Spread the message mm-hmm. Spread what you, what you felt to say and as you realize, like, I have a lot of opinions and a lot of things to say <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah, that's why I came to you. Yeah. So it's like, it, I think that's a great, a great, you know, venture that you're doing. I And in regards to like the community, I think it's, you know, it's really positive And I think it's really good for everybody to do something in regards to their community. Yeah,
1: you have
0: or, to. And re, even if it's not in your specific community, but just for, you know, people in general, you know. Finding time to like go to a food you know, food kitchen and just help, or you know, you know, doing those uh, cleanups on the on the on the road or at uh, at um what's it called uh, Lake Shore and what, yeah. you know, just being being a part of your community, doing something to you know to help out, and you know, especially with the stuff with younger generations, like I feel with part of the problem with the whole you know being on the iPhone and being on the laptops and the blah 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 parents you need to start kicking your kids out the house (laughs) like forcibly telling them like you need to go outside from when they're young like not just letting them sit in front of a tv and the tv watch them put them outside or even you know what take your kids out Mm -hmm. go get out of the house and go out to parks with them do stuff with them so that makes them want to be outside and be more active you know do you have too many of these kids that are just like Oh it's like okay go outside and play And do what Like I am playing I'm, I'm playing my video games It's so like just be more involved in your kids life when, you're, when they're doing those kind of things And you know that's a better way of even being You know more involved in your community Like, Join a boys and girls club Get your kids involved in like doing sports mm-hmm. Being active and, being, and you know volunteer to help Volunteering is a great way of being involved in your community Just volunteering for anything that's possible you know, I think, um, and ra if you run, I got you. Mm-hmm. I'll work with you. Because I know you have a lot of great ideas and a lot of things that you could do to help your community. And the fact that I see that, you know, you're you're doing everything possible to, you know, find your full potential, you know, I'll work with you. Oh, you, I got, respect you, got my, that. you got my support on that. I respect that. So, moving on. Next thing we're going to talk about today is... Let's see. I think it's my rant time. Oh, yeah. It's time for TJ's Rant.
1: All right. Mm. Let me just do a little stretch. Oh, boy. <clears throat> All right. So, lately in my DMs, okay, I've been getting a attack. By black females and shea butter dudes I'm gonna give you my explanation why I call them shea butter dudes soon But I get attacked verbally and everything from black females Saying that I am the reason why black couples are not together I'm the reason why black girls go to other races who hurt me, and I don't know how to maintain love, etc, etc, etc. Then the shea Barter dudes, aka the righteous guys, saying that maybe I don't know or I don't have a good connection with God to maintain a relationship. Or I don't bend backwards and cater to my previous exes. That's why I failed. I wasn't deeply bonded with them on a spiritual level. That's why my stuff failed and I shouldn't be in a relationship until I learn I've, I'm sorry. So I've learned to have a better relationship with God, with God. Yeah. or be a Jeffrey with my exes. But on the good side, I had black women applaud me, saying that if I was born in the 70s and 80s, I would be a king. Like, I know what I'm talking about. You have a lot of knowledge in your young age. Yeah, I'm 27 and don't change. I also have other guys coming to me as well I'm saying like, yo, you're speaking knowledge. A lot of these guys are still plugged into the matrix and they don't know how to process your information correctly. To them, it's just error. What with the real men and women, It's a lot of zeros and ones Ones, zeros, zeros, ones, and ones So That being said Get off my nuts Because (laughs) If I'm speaking in the knowledge And you're getting butt hurt That's something in your life That you need to switch up or fix Don't get mad at the messenger You know what I'm saying If my words and how I communicate Or my vocabulary offends you When I talk about relationships and females You need a fix up It's not me, it's you Thank you, next For the men that have an issue with me Going my own way And not seeking validation from females you c- could sit on my nuts because you are the main issue with relationships you're the one that girls look like you're not a challenge this is too easy you're not making this fun or you're not making me feel a certain type of way you're just a yes man you're a jeffrey To the point they get turned off when they're around real men AKA myself (laughs) To the point they don't know how to react and respond Being with somebody that's mature like I am Because of you guys So take that side of the fence and kiss my ass If you want to still slide in my DMs I am ready I am built for this I love this The hate fills me I get I don't want to say it But I get aroused (laughs) From the hatred So bring it I love it Thank you Next
0: Wow That was freaking powerful Uh, So I got a I got a little thing I want to talk I want to say because I, I feel like what you said really makes, you know, it's really poignant. Yeah. Your man makes, you know, your man makes a lot of sense. You know what? I want to address these shea butter dudes too. Yeah. All right, look here. Get off your your SJW tip, man. Mm-hmm. Get off of it. If you want to be on an SJW tip to, you know, to empower somebody, fine. Empower Empower them on your own time. Stop trying to come after people to try and break to bring them down, to bring, so, to bring yourself up. Stop trying to be self-righteous. You Shea Butters have an issue with men who have something to really say. As soon as we speak up our voice and we say you know what we have to say because we actually feel it, we're not jumping on a bandwagon. We're not jumping on somebody else's, as you would say, nuts. Mm-hmm. We're speaking our own truth. We're speaking our own things. You might not agree with it, that's perfectly fine. But don't try to tear people down because you don't agree with what they have to say.
1: 100%.
0: It is perfectly fine and it's perfectly, you know, manly to have an argument, to have a discussion, to have a disagreement. But you're a bitch when you just jump onto something because you have nothing productive to say.
1: The nerves.
0: The audacity, the nerve. The pure, huh, as you would say, old school tomfoolery <laughs> that you think you have any right to say anything to either myself or TJ or anybody else who's speaking their truth to bring them down, go suck salt, burn in the fires of Babylon, because, yo, you ain't worth it. And now for my females, I know you're upset. I know some of the things that we might say may upset you. But realize this. Though it upsets you, sit back and think. Sit back and analyze what we're saying. We're not trying to demean you. We're not trying to destroy you. We're not trying to break you down. We're trying to give you some sense from our perspective. Now I know there are some females out there that feel that, you know what, it's just two guys ranting and, Blasting us for our relationships We need to have a female voice We need to have a female's perspective And yeah Eventually we will have another female's perspective on here
1: We're supposed to but She wanted to move like a brat
0: But hey that's neither here nor there We will eventually have another female's perspective on here And I would expect that if we, when we do She'll have her points She'll have her opinions And as men we will respect her We might not agree she might not agree with us, but we will have an honest discussion.
1: Guaranteed.
0: And we'd appreciate and expect that when you hear our points of view at this present time, you might not agree, and that's perfectly fine, but she'll show us the respect that we're due. We've been, we're grown men. We're thinking, we're talking, we're speaking freely. Respect us as we've shown you respect. And now, thank you for being with us on this episode four. Episode four. <laughs> Again, my name is Othello. You can find me on Instagram as Othello or Ian Letta. I just said Othello because I'm like I'm really emotional about this right now. But you can <laughs> find me on Instagram as Ian Letta. And of course,
1: as always, my man TJ. Where can they find you? You can find me on IG At The Looking Glass One the, uh, My other accounts I'll put it on In the description below It's too many Yeah
0: So we're gonna just stay On The Looking Glass And I let Thank you for joining us On episode four We really appreciate That you guys have been You know st- Sticking with us and Listening Again Please like Share and describe Follow us on Den vowels On Instagram leave your comments, your opinions as you have apparently been doing. And please, you know, we like we appreciate the positive comments. We we acknowledge the negative ones cuz you know, people feel the way they feel.
1: I love the negative ones more.
0: <laughs> but thank you again for joining us on episode 4 and we'll be back again soon with episode 5.
1: Stay tuned. Peace.